Hello, and welcome to the Modern Goat Rider podcast. I'd like to take this opportunity to emphasize the opinions expressed by our hosts and guests are strictly their own and do not represent the positions of any lodge, grand lodge, or other branches of the independent order of Oddfellows. Our fascinating conversations will be open to the public for the purposes of inspiring our global membership and promoting the order. So sit back, open your ears, and your heart in your hand while I introduce you to our hosts. Welcome to the Modern Goat Rider podcast. I'm Billy Sanderson. And I'm Josh Miller. Hey, Josh, how are you doing today? Welcome to 2021. Happy New Year, Billy. So Thank good you, to sir. see your face over the Ethernet cable <laughs> of uh, Odd Fellowship. Um, and all you goat riders out there, uh, we're giving you a little present tonight. More of us. More of us. Aren't you excited? Well, how was your uh, time away from work? You took like three days off or something. That's about it. Yeah, I took well, three days off, then worked three days and took three days off. It was good. It was a nice, uh, relaxing uh, holiday season for me, because mm-hmm. traditionally I work my butt off every day except Christmas Day and maybe Boxing Day. Um, and I have for the last 16 years. So this year, uh, you know, I worked a few days and took a few days off over Christmas, which was nice. Worked a few days and took a few days off during New Year's. And that was nice. So I really appreciated my government-like uh, job, <laughs> rather than a small business owner. Yeah. How about you? How about I, you? Uh, I did. I kind of did the same thing. You know, we uh, are my company's based in France, and what's typical of France is that half the company takes all of the month of August off, and with the pandemic started, they immediately put in this uh, this requirement that we had to take. Uh, half of our vacation time during the pandemic last spring and so there was all this time off hence we had a podcast created but uh, I used up a lot of time in the summer and their goal was to make sure that people just didn't up and disappear because at the time we thought it would all just hopefully disappear pandemic wise when the sun came out in the summertime but uh, yeah so I worked I, I did a bunch of stuff for work, which was actually kind of nice um, to be busy because it was pretty quiet around here with no family. Sacre bleu! You, you worked. You worked. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. I mean, <laughs> I know you're a busybody. You know, if anybody knows Billy, you know, he likes to just keep moving, keep uh, doing things. So obviously, if he's bored, um, that's not a good sign. So uh, I'm surprised we didn't have several um, movies made over the three days that you that you had off oh yeah you, you yeah. thought i would be into moving on from audio to video <laughs> something like that yeah <laughs> yeah well we're going to uh get into some topics here that we uh we haven't talked enough about so uh the name of the show is uh maybe more on that or we should talk more on that i haven't figured it out yet but it'll come soon more needs and to be said needs to, more needs to be said i like that that sounds fantastic um and part of that is we're going to do a bit of mailbag as well. And 
to that end, we received a message on our Facebook page. So please check out Modern Goat Rider, a podcast for odd fellows. And uh, we received an email from a message, email message from someone on the East Coast of Canada, who we are connecting with right now on Zoom. Yeah, so Randall had uh, initially um, found us back in October. Um, he listened to the podcast a little bit and didn't understand that uh, lodges were doing online meetings through Zoom. So we uh, we kind of told him what we were doing, and he was he seemed very excited about it and something that he wanted to uh, work on. Uh, virtual lodges was something he wanted to ponder. Um, creating creating meetings perhaps um that anyone ac- around the world could join almost like a uh, some kind of party but um he uh he's st- he still from what what we got from his last note was that he's still uh, it's still something he's thinking about and he wants to get inspired about it and we're hoping to talk to him about it yeah there's a uh... A couple of meetings that I've heard about through other members that I'm connected with. I think this is really important for people during this this phase where lodge, lodges aren't meeting is to get onto the Facebook group boards, maybe find people to start chatting with, connect with even guests that we've had here or that have been on the three links uh, and uh, and see if they're doing open meetings or at least meetings that you can join in on as members so please as as non-members make sure you're working with your local groups um but as members sure check out what's happening across the country or across north america Hey, Randall. Hey, how are you guys doing? Hey, Randall. Welcome to the Modern Go Rider podcast. <laughs> That's fantastic. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing great. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's nice to see you. And uh, thanks for your note this afternoon. We just happened to be recording tonight. So we thought, hey, let's just reach out to Randall and see exactly what he's looking for and how we can help. Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. No, I appreciate the connection. It's uh, truly and really. <laughs> No, I uh, no, I very interested to find out uh, more about uh, how the uh, virtual meetings are going. It's uh, it's something here on the East Coast. Uh, we're we're really big on the bubbles, um, and uh, we're having a hard time uh, getting uh, quorum out for lodge. And so uh, I figure if uh, you know, I take the initiative and uh, try and set some groundwork and find out how can we uh, get this going for us, that we can uh, hopefully get some more business going. So. Well, that's really cool. So what lodge are you with? Uh, we're Victoria Lodge number 13. It's in Fredericton, New Brunswick. Fredericton. Oh, 13. Yep. So it's been around for a while. Uh, yeah, it's been around for, uh, I'm not sure when we first started, but um, I'm going to say probably late 1800s. Um, I'm thinking like 1897 uh, to 1899 around there somewhere. Okay. And so what? tell us a little bit about your lodge um, community, the size and demographics or anything like that and then we'll get into the topic at hand (laughs) sounds good um so victoria lodge uh right now we have a we have a membership of 25 
Um, now, of the 25, we have some a uh, couple of associate members. It is something that for active meetings, uh, we're definitely under, we usually have under 10 that attend. Um, so we have a lot of inactive, um, inactive members or uh, non-contributing members, I guess, is uh, how we how we class them. So, um, but other than that, uh, for the small group that we do have, we're pretty active. Uh, we do uh, some regular fundraising. Uh, we we tend to do uh, two, three, uh, I guess, smaller events uh, compared to uh, some of the other things that uh, you guys have talked about on your podcast before. But uh, yeah, we do like a Wheeler Rally. Uh, we used to do a Salmon Supper. It was, uh, we stopped doing that about three or four years ago. Um, yeah, it's uh, our membership is like most memberships. Uh, it's a little bit older. I, <laughs> I'm the uh, I'm the youngest member in our in our uh, <laughs> in our lodge, and uh, you can tell by looking at me, I, I'm really not that young. He's handsome, so, though. He's handsome. He's, he is good looking. I'm trying to I'm trying to pick the movie star. I got I haven't figured this out yet. You look familiar. What, um, I get I, I get Goldberg a lot. Uh, there's uh, the wrestler Goldberg. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I was gonna say like a large mini me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could do that. I could do that for sure. <laughs> oh, Randall, it's so great. It's so great to um, see you and hear from you. Um, your lodge sounds amazing. Um, and obviously you are proficient on Zoom because we're um, doing this interview over Zoom. So how is it just that your lodge has not been able to um, get together and just meet on Zoom? Is that is, is it because you have older older members who aren't on it? Or is that why your virtual meetings aren't happening or uh yeah pretty much uh well it's something that uh well it's a couple things uh we have uh, a lot of our membership where they are older they aren't necessarily tech savvy um and then we also have um some of our members they're just tend to be more traditionalists and so they shy away from uh wanting to take it online um or to do uh more of a virtual it's, it's something that we've never done before and so there's just a lot of uh hesitancy so my hope is that if i was able to sit on um, a meeting as an associate or even just talk to somebody and get a gist of it so um, I be able to at least have a bit of a footprint, something to structure together. So hopefully, um, yeah, I can at least introduce it to the lodge and see if it's something that the brothers are willing to take on and give it a try. <laughs> so um, we've been doing uh, virtual meetings pretty regularly since the pandemic. We we obviously didn't meet during the summer. Um, and we have a meeting this week. Uh, Columbia Lodge number two is having its first meeting this week. And I'd like to invite you to that meeting. Um, oh, that'd be awesome. And maybe you can sit in. So that's going to be at 7.30 um, this Wednesday. Okay. And um, you can watch how I, I ch I'm the Noble Grand. Uh, I'm just about, uh, about out of the, we're doing installations on the 20th, which we'll also be doing uh, via Zoom with uh, Grand Lodge of BC. And uh, you can just see how, how we do it. Uh, it's, pretty straightforward as long as everybody gets it you just everybody mutes their mic and the noble grand runs the meeting as if um as if you were in the hall minus the handshakes and whispers yeah. um, but we have our secretaries there uh taking notes and our chaplain is there doing the prayer and um you know some of us are blazered up but most of us are pretty casual um okay. and uh yeah i think it'd be a good opportunity for you to come and check it out and um, I'll send you the link as a visitor. You are a, are you a third degree odd fellow? 
Uh, yeah, actually, <laughs> that, that I am. I'm, uh, um, I'm currently the secretary in our lodge. Um, I, I'm a past noble grand. I'm actually the uh, grand patriarch for the Atlantic provinces as well. Um, so yeah, I've, uh, I, I, I got my three stripes in at least. Fantastic. So you know the traveling password? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just joking. Please, Just don't, don't worry us, about it. Please tell us if you know it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What's the, the virtual, best, yeah. what is the Zoom traveling password? That's what we need to know. <laughs> so we can travel across the world and join meetings everywhere. But um, uh, I really appreciate you reaching out and we would love to have you join us and just see how we do it. And um, and maybe we can take that across the country and uh, help you guys out uh, yeah, moving forward. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Uh, I truly, truly do. <laughs> And uh, I gotta say, it's uh, it's something that uh, your guys' uh, podcast has really uh, kept me uh, kept me energized, kept me excited. Um, there's been a couple of times where our, where our quorum has failed that I've been, uh, uh, yeah, just, you just kind of start searching around. And so when I came across uh, the odd links and then uh, you guys, it's uh, it really has helped keep me motivated and excited, uh, looking for possible uh, new recruits, um, just interesting stories and. It sounds like you have uh, quite a uh, quite an interesting band of uh, brothers out there on the West Coast. So, yeah, really appreciate what you guys are doing. Oh yeah, <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks for so noticing. much, Randall. Really, really appreciate that, Billy. This guy's just—he's uh, just giving us so many accolades, and uh, you're just yep, yep, yeah. What's going on here, Randall? Thank you. Uh, you're the reason we do uh, the Modern Goat Rider. You are the reason we do it. Okay, so if, um, you know, I feel like this might be one of the biggest success stories for the modern goat rider in our in our short history and i'm really excited to uh uh for you to come and join us at a meeting it's perfect excellent i look forward to it great thanks, thanks randall. randall take care have awesome. a good night you guys too bye thanks. so that was a uh, randall um Livet, uh and we reached him somewhere in Newfoundland? He said, no, Nova Scotia. He said Fredericton. <laughs> Somewhere in Nova Scotia from Victoria Lodge number 13. Yes. Uh, other news. Other news. Uh, 2,600 downloads this week, brother. Woohoo! Not in a week, but we reached no. 2,600 <laughs> as of this week. Um, and we really appreciate all the support we're getting from all those odd fellows out there, goat riders uh, in Goatland, uh, riding the goat each and every week with us. Yes. Thank you very much. So uh, we're looking back on a couple shows. Uh, we're going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to start with going all, like way, way back. Episode, I think it was three. Episode three with Ainsley. Building Big with Ainsley. Episode three released July 2020. Wow, my God. That was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Hey, I just want to give Ainsley a big plug. We talk about Three Links Oddcasts often, but I really want to talk about the odd fellows guide uh blog that he and scott moyne run it it's great there's been a lot of contributions the last little bit uh this month especially and the name uh, of that um that uh blog is heart and hand so you just go to oddfellowsguide.com i think is the web link i mean it's a bit of a shameless plug because i do enjoy writing for it yeah, I was noticing you contributed quite a bit to that. I do, I do. Um, and it's not a shameless plug because it is a, it's a, it's a wonderful publication, and there's so many inspiring thoughts that are put uh, into, into word uh, on yeah. that, on that uh, blog. 
That's right. The written word is not dead. It is not dead. It is still alive and kicking on the internet. And I pointed two people to interesting articles about it, uh, on it. One was, I, I don't have enough details in my head because I just was like, I saw this. It was about a lodge that is taking their degrees and they're putting on more of a dramatic show than just doing it in the hall with unrehearsed people. And uh, they were adding lights and better sound and they actually are using the uh, the large building which is on their property. I won't call it a barn, but it was a, a large building that's not their hall. Where's this? Oh, geez, you're making me look this I'm sorry, up but this is really interesting. I mean, I need to know about this lodge because you know I love drama. And I gotta tell people that one of the reasons that I got into the Oddfellows was the fact that I would be able to act a couple times a year uh, doing degrees. Now, I'm not off book yet, and it's only it's only been 11 years, but um, I really do enjoy um, degrees. And okay. if I could see someone do a degree like that, I would be in in a okay. second. So it is Scott Robinson of Lewisburg, PA, Lodge number 2096. Uh, um, side story, I've been to Lewisburg, PA, home of Christy Matheson and resting place of Christy Matheson, Hall of Fame pitcher for your uh, New York Giants and Cincinnati Reds. But uh, there is an article there. Coach and a man, he was a manager. And he was a coach and a manager, playing manager. Uh, Was he ever an owner? No, he dies of tuberculosis. It's quite Mm -hmm. awful, not uh, dies from it, but he was in a sanatorium for quite some time. Anyways, side note. Uh, so uh, if you go to uh, the post he put on December 25th, look at that, 2017. Let's put what? pride and wow back into degree ceremonies by Scott Robinson. So I forwarded this on to a lodge member who in Victoria who said, uh, we really need to up the, uh, up the showmanship on our degrees. And this member, uh, Sister Jean Medlin, is a ex Broadway uh, lighting robotics tech uh, and does con- has done concerts and toured with the Mamma Mia show for years. Um, she uh, had a a very heavily wine induced conversation with me on our back deck uh, a couple of years ago about upping the showmanship. So I connected her with this. The other one was uh, across both the Three Lakes Oddcast and with the Oddfellows Guide. I had a sister uh, from Bastion 4 send me a message yesterday asking about work to do in a cemetery, refurbishing headstones. And uh, she was talking about a very small cemetery in Victoria, but she thought I and the Oddfellows had gone and done something similar at the big city cemetery here. That's the backstory. But through the Three Links Oddcast, I found their Halloween episode that uh, they did with the uh, Oddfellows from the New Orleans, Louisiana uh, Lodge that runs Oddfellows Rest Cemetery. And there on that podcast, they gave tips on how to get the best practice for cleaning up headstones etc 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 so just want to point out this that 
you're sitting there at your desk or you're taking the dog for a walk, put on these headphones, listen, you, there's so much information going on about podcast out of podcasts. And uh, this was another one that I just connected these people with. And now they're going to go clean up headstones in a cemetery. I think that's pretty cool. There's amazing success stories just from, uh, you know, just uh, the connection between odd fellows doing work outside of our city and then odd fellows doing work inside of our city. Um, a bunch of two dummies talking a couple times a week, right? That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. I'm taking zero credit for any of that though. And uh, you know, you can take 5%, but really it's just, it's just the fact that people are out there cleaning headstones and um, upping degrees. I love yeah. it. Um, that's amazing. Nothing to do with this. And us. it's great. And Ainsley tirelessly works on it for this uh, order. And he deserves all the credit because uh, that guy works, works so much. And uh, yeah, I'm proud of him and all the work that he does. And he's so nice too. He's a nice guy. <laughs> he's a great guy. He's just fun to talk to. And, um, you know, he appreciates the work that we do too, which is kind of awesome. Cool. All right. I'm going to get another one here for you. See if this sparks you. Okay, why don't you, uh, why don't we go back to episode 10, 11, episode 11, the spectrum of food distribution. Josh, would you like to give us a ton of love update from 2020? Absolutely. So, yeah, so we uh, finished off the ton of love. Um, we did, we actually, the Oddfellows got to have two distribution days, uh, which meant that we got to actually participate in Helping uh, these food bank members, I would say, you know, uh, guests um, go through and choose from uh, um, this bounty of food that we uh, fundraised and purchased and brought to uh, to the food bank so that they could go around and shop as if they were shopping for the most amazing Christmas feast and a wonderful two weeks uh, without paying a cent. Yeah, so this year was another success story. It was um it for all those people out there who are, are you know, who do annual uh charity drives um and maybe they're at the first couple of years and it's, it seems like it's hard and it's a lot of work. Just know that as you do this continuously and people start to figure out their place and what they want to do as volunteers and then also that the community understands what you're doing and you make more connections this becomes easier and easier and really um this year we well we fundraised about twenty thousand dollars uh over twenty thousand dollars and that translated into over seventeen thousand pounds of fresh food that we were able to donate for first um first people that get dibs on it are the 300 families that are registered 350 families that are registered with the mustard seed for a christmas hamper and then uh, after that, couples come and then individuals come and this fresh food gets trickled down to um, down to everyone uh, uh, once it's uh, once it's been distributed. So um, this year, you know, even though it's a pandemic year and we had a hard time, you know, doing everything we wanted to do, we just let the infrastructure that we created over the last 10 years work for for us. I have a volunteer coordinator now who looks after everybody who everybody who's comes to uh, distribute the food who volunteers at the mustard seed for those two days. We have uh, on the website of the mustard seed, you're able to contribute to our uh, initiative, which is really exciting and really easy. Yeah. It, it was actually one of the painless campaigns that I've, uh, that we've put forth um, ever. And 
was extremely successful. I have people who go and pick up the food, move it over. And that's what we did. So the ton of love uh, is done and we'll do another $5,000 contribution of food for the fair start uh, uh, during the summer, which is for all the kids when they go back to school, I think 400 families are, they get uh, school supplies and then we try and uh, put together like a uh, 50 to a hundred dollar gift card for each one of them um, so that they can go and get lunch uh, supplies and stuff like that for the first week for their kids. So uh, that's how it's become. It's become a, a two part uh, event now. And it's uh yeah, it was great. Yeah, it's great. Was and great. with the pandemic, you, you still had volunteers. It was still possible. You still got your donations. You did your corporate drive. You even had the guys with the, protein drop with the hams and the eggs and the milk and everything all of those things that were such fun important parts of past we were still able to do again right yep we just did them with masks on and everybody with hand sanitizer in their hands and um you know a consistent uh realization that uh, we have to socially distance and wear masks but um never ever stopping the fact that it is possible right now in the hardest times ever to go out and make a difference in your community so thank is. you for doing that. Thank you for again for spearheading it, keeping the uh, the dream alive. Well, I just want to thank everybody uh, involved that got into it and uh, either contributed or volunteered. So thank you for everything, Victoria, Oddfellows, Country Grocer, and the Mustard Seed. I'm going to ask you about your vision. I'm going to keep you talking. So we're going to go. We're going way back, uh, episode five camping out with toby hansen so we heard randall there mention grand patriarch and what's going on here is the blood boiling are we are we getting the the uh the purple blood boiling and in, inside you odd fellow guy i think so i think there's something going on here um ever since that episode i've just noticed that there's something lacking in victoria odd fellowship and that's really an encampment because there's no real mechanism for the three lodges to put the people who are most excited about Odd Fellowship together and kind of pushing forward a vision of an, a vision of what we want to do together, you know, as a, as a whole. Toby inspired me. Billy, you inspire me. And I really think that now that I'm done being Noble Grand, um, I would like to um, pursue... Uh, launching a new encampment in Victoria um, under the tutelage of the Washington State encampment and uh, Toby and his gang. So, yeah, let's. Uh, I mean, this is just the start, but I've definitely, you know, I can, I can, I can count, you know, I can count numerous people from each lodge who I would love to have to come together and just talk about how we can become better Odd Fellows and what we can do to make this Odd Fellow experience. Uh, for all of us better you know because we're in different lodges sometimes we don't all agree about everything but I think that we can get enough of us and I really think that this is something that needs to happen it's kind of like it's kind of like this missing piece of where we join and how we connect between the three lodges in, our, in my town um, you know who do so much great work but you know where where do we come together and meet and and really guide this whole thing forward because we're all brothers and sisters no matter what lodge we're in we're all together and we got to make sure that we're moving together well, I agree. I, I I think for the encampment, it's starting a new encampment under the guidance of an experienced group. Thumbs up. Love it. Uh, the the whiteboard is very clean, right? Like what we what 
what we need to get that tutelage is show us kind of how things can get done. Show us, teach us the things that no one is here to teach us, any of the, the unwritten stuff, but also structures and how things get done. And how do you, how do you keep it from just becoming lodge number 62, right? And how do you keep it being an, an encampment? I find that the podcast has made me think more like I think a patriarch would think. I think more about how, how to deliver a message that's different than just, we put on an event and we had a bank bake sale or we did a, a this or a that. And we just created these little events or major their bigger events that were contributing to the community. Fantastic. That's what the Odd Fellows Lodge does. What is the thing that we can do for ourselves? And I think that's where encampment might lead more and be more fulfilling on this path to, you know, into the Absolutely. desert. Absolutely. I mean, this is what I think, you know, I think that's what really inspires me because for the 10 years that I've been in, in a lodge, I've really just thought about the community and what, you know, what we, you know, we're a strong lodge, lots of, you know, good people. And when people need things or their friends need things or their moms need things and we we're there to do it, but we do a lot of work in the community. And I think it's, you know, this is an opportunity for, to look within and see what, how we can forward ourselves in, in this amazing vehicle that we call Odd Fellowship, you know, what we do here, uh, what, you know, where we've been blessed with so much history and so much guidance or, you know, it's out there for us to find out about. And I want to find out about it. And I think um, we can, yeah, we can make something really beautiful and something that's going to be helpful to everybody that's in it. And um, it's been fun doing the podcast and it's, it's, it does kind of expand my mind. But I think that um, this uh, this other this 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 encampment work will actually ins- it will expand it'll expand everything for me. So I'm looking forward to it. Toby, if you're out there, when this is all over, when this we're allowed to go back and forth, there's going to be a lot of me going up there and you coming you coming up here and me going down there. Moving on. Okay, I want to go back, uh, not too far. I'm going to go back to... Uh, Way ep- back! Nope, episode 18, just last month, sharing is paramount with brother Greg Sims. Oh okay. my God, Greg, I'm just like, the, you still have your man crush? I still have my man crush. The feedback that we get about Greg is awesome. Everyone just loves Greg. Uh, we were in a meeting, like, two weeks ago or whatever the last meeting was. And, and it came up in good of the order that the podcast came up and everyone's, and the, the comment was, you have to go listen to episode 18 and hear this guy from Indiana. He's amazing. And then there's hot wheel cars. Non-stop. It's like <laughs> everything you could imagine doing you did. I know. And, uh, and, and so when, when, when it was said at go to the order, the next guy, the next guy was like, brother was like, Oh yeah, it was so great. And then it's like, Oh, you guys got to listen to it. So uh, one of the ideas that came out of that was the lawn uh, signs with the slow down people walking. And then the little, Love uh, it. this sign is given, you know, it was, uh, cause they had no bike. sidewalks in this town. They had no sidewalks. I mean, it's just, they have no sidewalks during the pandemic. People are out walking their they, dogs. They're going out, they need to, to slow down, right? Slow down. Yeah, so welcome to Saanich. Saanich has no sidewalks for crying That's out loud. Some people don't streets. know where Saanich is. It's uh, it's just outside of Victoria. Yeah. There's no sidewalks. So, uh, so I gave this idea to the new chair of the new committee 
in Columbia Lodge number two is going to have a community awareness committee, which will work cross lodges and be a sort of a center hub point to start getting the odd fellow's name churning in the community. Uh, this member who won't announce who it is, it'll come out soon, um, is a, a, a very active person in the downtown core and in business and so forth. And he's a very tech savvy dude. So uh, I gave him this idea. I just said, you know, this is like a, this is an easy one. You know, the, the sign donated by, put whatever you want on the sign, but the sign donated by um, Victoria Oddfellows or the, the, uh, the lodges of Victoria, whatever. So I thought that was really cool. And then of course, everything else, like we're gonna be doing Hot Wheels, a great big banquet hall. We're gonna be doing Hot Wheels definitely um, when the gang gets back together in the summertime. Oh, it's gonna be a Hot Wheels sesh. And Greg, if you're out there listening, like you've inspired us, you know, this is great. Just remember that. And we can't wait to have you as a uh, co-host uh, soon, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Billy, we, um, yeah, we, we've already talked to him about it. I know you have, I know you're just waiting for me to get sick and yeah. so that he can come in and you guys can just not COVID just, just, you know, lar laryngitis or something like that. Or maybe just a bad hangover or something like, you know, that'd be even better. Um, laryngitis not going to happen. Okay. Yeah. I've spoken till I'm blue in the face, screamed at every Iron Maiden concert I ever went to never not been able to speak the next day. It just doesn't happen to me. Gotcha. Um, but <laughs> I regress. Uh, Greg, thank you. And um, yeah, anybody who hasn't listened to that episode, go and listen to it because <laughs> there's a thousand ideas and you're listening to a guy who just has boundless energy. And um... all right, so I'm going to move us along here. Uh, the last episode that we did before Christmas, uh, episode 20, Sovereign Grandmaster Brother Jim slash Jimmy you did i did so yeah so tell me about was, it huh what inspired you to to put this show together and alone without me rogue well there wasn't a lot to you know it was we were basically gonna listen to brother jimmy talk for yeah. for an hour and i just needed to fill 20 minutes with my voice for a while right right um so yeah so it's uh I actually thought a little bit more about whether it was public consumption type stuff, but it's totally fine. Everything that was there was uh, generally a public discussion, um, but uh, no no secrets or anything funky in in his address that he gave. Well, could you buy that record at any Sam the Record Man back in the seventies? You could get the Odd Fellows labeled released by the Wally Lodge. Um, not a big publishing uh, uh, record it company. It was a Motown that put that out. It was Motown. That's right. <laughs> it was a Quincy Jones <laughs> production. He had some bass. There was some bass yeah. in that voice. Um. So, but tell me about a little bit of the feedback that you got regarding that show. Because... Why don't Why don't I'd rather you read the email? Would you like to read the message from uh, our good friend, brother Walter? Here we go. <clears throat> okay, Walter Wells from Vancouver said, "Billy." This is an amazing, great episode. I was stunned when I first saw the photo. Jimmy Maine, that's what his friends called him, was a member of the Fairview Lodge 19, which is now Vancouver 90. And that's the one, that's the uh, lodge that Walter Wells is in. This photo hangs in our entryway. 
It's so sad that our last senior member, Doug Sutton, passed away last year, just shy of his 100th birthday. Doug knew Jimmy well and talked of him often and would have been a wealth of information for you. Jimmy was a working class man. He was employed as a driver for a linen company. He died in 1991, just after I joined the order. But I never got a chance to meet him as he had been unwell and hadn't been attending lodge. Not having known him, the only story I can add was one Doug related to me. His widow, I forget her name, lived her last days at the Three Links Care Center in East Vancouver that we founded and ran. They had a long and loving marriage, and as her time drew near, Doug said that she was almost excited, believing that as soon as she opened her eyes on the other side, that Jimmy would be there to greet her. Interestingly, in the 1990s, when we were cleaning out closets in our lodge, we came across an old travel trunk that they wanted to throw out. It had belonged to Jimmy, and I thought it was cool, so I took it home, and I still have it. It probably is the trunk that he took on his tr trip to the SGL session on the recording. Great work on the IOOF history. Well, thank you very much, Walter, because I... <laughs> I didn't do a great job if any researchers ever listened to it, but thank you very much. Um, I was pleased to put it out. And um, yeah, there's something in Jimmy's voice. You know, he's he's a BCer, he's Canadian. He was super eloquent. And, and when I got this message, I was like, well, look at that. Like, I hope Jimmy really was a productive um, sovereign grandmaster. It sounded like he did his job of meeting and doing what he could. Um, the order was starting a very quick descent um, after this time, but um, you know, here's a guy who who's a linen truck driver, and he became sovereign grandmaster. Yeah, a huh? linen driver out of Vancouver, BC. Out of Vancouver, BC. Um, yeah, amazing, a great story, and, and um, yeah, I love the working class man. I love that the feeling in Walter's letter, you know, I mean, like you can feel who he was and you could feel it through the recording of his speech as well. How was there, has there been a lot of Canadian sovereign grandmasters? You know, was he the first? Well, that, that was the one article I found. He was the sixth. He was number six. And I don't know of anybody else afterwards. I haven't Canadian looked. Sovereign grand sixth Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. This is all stuff that, you know, holding clenched fists about um the availability of history and so forth for our order we there are so many books including the one i'm holding in front of me here which is the concise history of odd fellowship uh the revised edition which is written in 1952 <laughs> like I, this is where it all seems to end there's all this history that's written in huge volumes we saw you go look this stuff up it's huge volumes and then it's like the order just starts to care less about its history and just focus on social, keeping semi-retired and retired people busy. Um, I hate to say that. That's what I think for a lot of lodges it was descending into, and that was uh, Columbia Lodge's case. Do you think that the, because it was descend this this descension that they were, you know, there was this effort just to keep the lodges alive by making them just social uh, entities rather than anything else. I mean, they were just struggling to survive. So the only thing they could do is 
make sure it was as much fun and as easy for their members as possible. What do you think? Oh yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I, I, I think there were the obligations that were on lodges with uh, cemeteries, with lodges, with old buildings. You hear it in Jimmy's uh, speech, his address that, you know, he's traveled around the whole year and now he's back on his closing night to say, Hey guys, I've seen your places. Uh, a lot of your places are run down. You need help. Um, a lot of your downtowns are not where people are right now. They, they, they've been moving out since the fifties and like the revitalization, we are in that in so many places right now, but we, the odd fellows, we, um, was getting the heck out. They were getting out of town. They were selling these old properties for very little money just because nobody wanted to live downtown or open businesses downtown. So they were getting out possibly a story similar to what Greg's lodge is where they sold the building. Um, but, uh, were very, it was very beneficial to them because they sold it recently when it was worth a lot. Um, but I, I think, I think what Jimmy says in it is important, uh, from, from basically start to finish because he, he uses a term that I think is, uh, he says that Oddfellows is the superstructure. And I, and it was kind of like, well, is this, when I first heard it, I thought it's kind of what I've always wondered about us. Like there are enough branches to keep every interest alive. Like if you, if you're a theater background, if you're a fundraising background, if you're a military background, if you are a, um, uh, I don't know, pick another background, but the, the odd fellows has enough branches and enough groups and focuses to, to interest you. The population of members just dwindled so much that these branches aren't available anymore. So I think you're right. I think they were trying to keep them alive in the seventies because of the buildings and because of the obligations, but it's, it's like a time capsule just right before all of that really starts to happen. Here's this guy who just stood up and, and lays it on the table for everybody. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think uh, when you retire, you're going to write a book of the uh, missing decades no, no. of Oddfellow history? No, no. Why not? You'd be amazing. No. You love that stuff. I love it, but I'm not accurate enough. <laughs> I don't need the criticism. criticism. No, I don't no, need no. criticism. There's no criticism. You just need um, you know, more time research. I need, yeah, I need more Walter Well Walters comments. Billy's that's right. Amazing. We just do a little few more in, in interviews. That's all. Um, so you know, I think a guy like well, there's a lodge member in Victoria who's written books, and I think John Adams would be a great writer of books. Unfortunately, he's. I think John would be an excellent writer of books. His focus is so much on the Victoria history that um, we really need to benefit from that, and and he might be the, the type of guy who who we have back on the show and we can do his history chat remotely or virtually like with us. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I think, you know, having a sovereign grand master's speech around new year's each year on the modern goat rider should be a tradition. So if there's anybody out there in Goatland who has a record of a sovereign grand master's speech, <laughs> Please send it to us. Yeah. Any recording. <laughs> get, in, any get in touch with us. We'd love to see it. Yep. New Have you ever old... seen any other records like that? Have I? Yeah. No. 
Okay. Have you ever heard of them? I mean, do you think they do that each year or they did? Oh, I think they would have done it each year. Yeah, probably. Somebody would have done it. I mean, it's very interesting. The recordings were three different times of the year. Yeah. Right. So one was was September 65. The next one's May 66. And then the last one is September 66. And yeah, all three (laughs) tracks, all three, all three big honk and reel to reels were you know put onto a press and they pressed out some vinyl that's phenomenal i'd really like to see some more of that okay and uh you know when you're sovereign grandmaster i'm gonna mm-hmm. make sure you've got you've got mm-hmm. some vinyl going mm-hmm. yeah 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 let's just yeah. press a couple of goat, goat rider episodes yeah we'll go vinyl i want that depth that needle that needle in the groove I mean, my voice sounds great on, you know, your iPhone or Android, but you can imagine what that would sound like on vinyl, right? Uh, yeah. What else we got? Why don't we talk about 2021? Yeah. Let's talk about 2021. So vaccine, it exists. A couple of them exist. They're, they're sitting in freezer trucks out front of my house right now. Not quite. No, uh, they're not. That's not true. It's not true. What um, what do you think? What do you think, outgoing Noble Grand? Oh man, I just I I cannot wait until we can meet again, you know, in person. And obviously, uh, vaccines, you know, seem to be the route uh, to go. Um, I am disheartened by new strains of the virus that are coming out of the UK and South Africa uh, just today. You know, it's very possible that these vaccines are only good for three months. Who knows? Um, so we're just going to wait and see, you know, it's just, it's a tough one. Um, all I want is for us to be able to be together again. Um, I know that every person out there that enjoys going to lodge uh, wherever you are, all you want to do is be able to get back to normal meetings and uh, community involvement and just taking care of each other. But it's hard. We're going to have to wait. There has to be some, uh, some kind of herd immunity, I guess, or, enough vaccinations to make it work uh, our public health officials will tell us when we can meet but uh until then uh, we gotta just keep doing what we're doing and making sure the connections remain strong even though they're not face to face 2021 is a breaking year here you know it's either gonna it's either we're either gonna be back together in the fall or we're not and that'll be really interesting so we'll see what happens what do you think billy yeah i'm I really would like to be finished. Well, I'd like to get through the first part of the year, um, sort of status quo and kind of continuing to build um, and maintain, I guess, the energy, the odd fellows energy. Um, I would love to come back in September, but uh, it'll be so localized on where people are successful. I mean, there were still lodges meeting in September and October uh, where we had already been six months on Zoom. But uh, I guess my personal expectations are that we are not meeting until at least September and that uh, we continue to work really hard uh, at getting outside and getting back to doing events outside, like our even social events, even doing a, um, a lodge meeting back outside like we did last summer. Um, I think that's... I think that's where we're going to have the maintenance and the success. Um, I mean, we still have 
we still have good turnout to Zoom, right? 26, yeah, 36, kind of number of guys to meetings, which is great. Um, yeah. Of course, we know we, we would easily do that in the hall. But um, yeah, I guess my expectations are it's a lot of more of the same, which is a little unfortunate and down, you know, kind of a downer. Um, yeah, but I think it, I think it's, it, you know, the, it, it falls on the leaders of our group to, you know, instill that, that positive effort, you know, in, in maintaining the connection and making sure that, you know, we, that we do continue to, to stay together and that this lodge does progress even in these tough times and comes out stronger and stronger, even, you know, no matter what happens at the end here, we're going to be stronger than we were because we've worked so hard to stay together during the hardest times, you know, and that's, that's what we need to do is just keep that positivity rolling and keep moving, um, making sure that people know that we can still be odd fellows, even if we don't enter the lodge or the lodge hall or that we don't necessarily see each other face to face. We are still connected. We are still brothers and sisters and we can still do good work for ourselves, each other and the community. Amen, brother. Amen. You know what I wanted to say? This was a weird thing. So amongst all the Netflix shows that I've consumed over the last uh, eight, nine months, comedians in cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. And um, they, Jerry and the comedian, I don't know who he was on the show. They went to a diner, like a, a new building that was done all in a, 50s retro black and white tile and bright colors and all the kitschy coca-cola stuff and and jerry asks the the guest or the other comedian you know why do we do this like why why do we build an old restaurant why do we build this retro restaurant and the response from the comedian was because we know what to say about the past we don't know what to say about the future and so there's so much comfort in the past. I was sitting there going, okay, I didn't expect a philosophy lesson here, but right. it, it just rang so much about COVID. Like we all wish for the past because that's what we're familiar with. And we, and then looking to the future, it's like, well, what do you think lodge meetings are going to be like in May? Well, I think they're going to be the same as now. And, you know, if we're really lucky we'll do our year, our uh, summer social will be outside. Right. You know, like, but yeah. it's just this big guess. Noble Grand and I are going to get together this week. Incoming Noble Grand and I are going to get together this week. And we we're talking about the calendar. And I was like, fantastic idea. Yeah. Type A personality plus and me together. Let's go talk yeah. about a calendar. And it's yeah. like, all right, first set, uh, first Wednesday. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Third well, Wednesday? Who knows? Think, yeah, no. <laughs> it's going to be Zoom, 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 Zoom. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Break. You know, then, Spring break. As as zoom, Zoom, can, Zoom. <laughs> yeah, as soon as the chance to not Zoom. I mean, obviously, yeah, outdoor meetings, you know, that's, you know, that's a good thing to, to work on. But, um, you know, being realistic about, you know, what this, in, this next year is going to look like is, you know, it's important. Obviously, you know, at any time you hope for the best, prepare for the worst, and you know, you, you move forward uh, with what you what you can see right now. Yeah, it's hard to see what the future is going to bring. We don't know. We don't know, but we know that if we're going to be zooming for a little while. We also know that we need to create events or uh, opportunities of connection that uh, 
require social distancing, outdoors, mask wearing, whatever, whatever the COVID protocols are at that time. And when they are lifted, then all of a sudden we're able, we will be so excited to create whatever the next step is because it's going to be closer to what we're used to, I guess. But, you know, obviously you just prepare to connect uh, using these protocols and when they're lifted, uh, you will have be so excited to to do the next step that uh, that won't be hard to to plan for. Well, that'll do it for us. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody! Our mailbox is empty right now, so send us a message to info at moderngoatrider.com. If you like our show, then leave us a review where you downloaded this podcast. Josh and I will be back again soon with another episode making Oddfellows discoveries and seeing the Odd Fellowship all around us. Cheers in FLT. Go ride this. I did do something cool today though at lunch i uh downloaded a auto tuner for uh for this audacity editor cool yeah and so i i sang the first verse of the opening ode yeah and then i was like god i sound awful and then i ran it through yeah times what does it sound like well i then went and I'm like, well, this is just, I sound okay. Like I'm in, I'm on a key, like continuously through right. the, um, thanks through to it. the editor. Thanks to the, the thanks filter. to the editor. Yeah. I mean, you, you get pitchy, but it's still just, it's, you hear the original <laughs> and you go, and then, yeah. and well, like, then I went to, uh, I was, I wasn't satisfied with that. So I went to a thing called the Camelot wheel or something, which is, some. Um, music thing that allows you to put together the major and the minor key uh, scales to create harmony wow you you're harmonizing with yourself after this (laughs) so i did a three-part harmony with myself (laughs) (laughs) i think you should make a video (laughs) just then i thought you know what this is what i'm going to do is is that when mike says okay, you gotta, somebody's going to have to sing the yeah, right. opening note. Just I'm just going to shut off my video and On's going to come my, my three-part harmony. I love it. Do it. <laughs> don't, forget the, don't forget the closing ode, too. Yeah, the, the amount of stuff I get done during a pandemic is epic. <laughs> I'll say. I yeah. value low returns. Well, as long as you're working, too. Uh, yeah, I'm getting work done, too. Yeah. <laughs> this was my lunch <laughs> yeah, break. Yeah, there you go. Then, Honestly, Mr. Schneider. Yeah, there-